we're going to be talking about the power of praise. praise. Absolutely. My goodness, I probably will start with a testimony. And then I'll start with a testimony. Last Sunday, I prayed. Uh, Kenne was and I was um, doing the sound like we normally do, do the equipment, set up things, and everything we were doing. And then one minute, Kenne says to me, I'm just feeling a little bit of, um, um, sorry, I'm telling your testimony. I'm stealing it. <laughs> I'm feeling a bit of pain in my stomach and all that. But he carried on. But a few minutes later, he came out just flat on the chair, couldn't move anymore. Just that's it. He just couldn't handle anymore. The pain got severe. And, um, and so he said to me, and he didn't say anything. I just, you know, you know the Christian thing we do now. Oh, let me pray for you. It's the normal thing we should do, by the way. So when someone is ill, pray for them. So I kind of prayed with that mentality. I prayed with uh, some bearing my shame here. <laughs> I prayed with that mentality. Maybe because I was still just setting up and everything, and my mind is still, we're running late and all that. So I just rushed and prayed. and then, But something happened to me because when I prayed, I didn't feel, and this is something maybe in the next message later we'll talk about it. We shouldn't go by feeling. Okay, but when I prayed, I just, I felt like I prayed in doubt, if you know what I mean. Not prayed in doubt, but didn't pray a prayer of faith. Or, yeah, so maybe the focus here was who? Me, my faith. I was looking at my faith. It wasn't strong enough. So I just said a prayer. I did cast out the devil, bind whatever you're binding, spoke healing over the body, his body. And then, of course, he had to go home. So, um, and I continued with the kids. But something happened for me because I've already spoken this message a night before, the power of praise. And, and when I was now, worship then started. It's like the Holy Spirit reminded me of my own message. And immediately what I did was my whole thinking, my whole thinking went to that illness because already the devil was like, talking to me and trying to create even further deeper doubt. doubt. So I started praising God. The difference here is that my focus became who? God. And when we were singing the song, every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. You wear the victor's crown. You've overcome. My ho- I knew straight away that illness is Gone. There's no way this guy will continue being sick. Why? Because I was worshiping God. Not because I prayed, but because Jesus has overcome. Amen. I don't know if you noticed on Sunday when I came up, I was when I looked behind me, there was Kenny. And I was like, I said it. I, I kind of it slipped out of my mouth. I was like, oh, Ken, I'm so happy to see you. <laughs> you don't understand how happy I am that at the end of time of worship, I won the victory. I felt like I won the victory over that sickness. Now, of course, he was praying and all that. Don't get me wrong. This is my own challenge and my own testimony. Kenneth probably will share it a different way. But my own testimony here is that through praise, through what? Praise, I experienced victory over doubt, victory over the sickness, 
And of course, I asked him this morning, did that come back at all? It didn't. Amen. Amen. I want to talk to us about the power of praise today. The power of praise. First of all, I'm going to, in my usual way, I like to break down things. So, and I'll try and do as I go as fast as I can because there's a lot to cover when you're talking about praise. But I'm going to break down a lot of things. We're going to first of all understand what is praise. Anyone? Shout out. Anyone? What is praise? Say it loud. Yeah? Worshipping God. Giving God thanks. Worshipping him for what he has done. All of that is correct. Praise. But we're going to look at praise from the dictionary perspective. Dictionary says that praise is express warm approval or admiration of something. To express what? Warm approval or admiration of something. Praise is actually something that happens on a regular basis, but people don't know they are. A good example of this is anyone here support any team, football fan, cricket fan, you know, any sport, Formula One, anyone? Country music, music, cheesy. What's your favorite? Everest Priestley. Why? Why that one? I just love it. It connects her like make me feel as if I'm in heaven. Like, it's so wow, that's awesome. Anyone else? What, which one? Um, you support Chelsea. Why do you support Chelsea? Uh, okay. Oh, actually, I will need a mic for this one. That's really good. <laughs> yeah, by the way, I always say to my wife, you're born in the, young, old, uh, the wrong age. I don't know why. My... Every time we come into my house, precious memories, how oh, they linger. We're like, oh, you're killing us. <laughs> Seriously, she's always playing songs in the 60s and the 50s. Anyway, so Duke. Yeah, I support Chelsea Football Club. Yes? Um, yes, because... Um, and was... Do you have any player you like? Yes. Who? Tammy Abraham. Why? Why Tammy Abraham? Because he's a great striker and he's young. Because he's a great striker? Yep. And he's yeah. young? Yes. What just happened here, guys? What did just ha- what did happen here? That's praise. That's praise. Warm approval and admiration. Whenever you speak good of something and you appreciate that thing, and you speak well of it, you are doing, you're praising that thing. For I haven't gone to God yet. We're talking about praise. We're understanding praise, yeah? You are praised. So when you say, wow, I love YouTube. Why? Because YouTube just makes me happy, and that you are praising YouTube. Okay, nothing wrong with that yet. Now, okay, but dictionary also goes further to say, express one's respect and act. At, at gratitude towards a deity, especially in a song. Of course, now this is attributing it to God in a way. And it goes further to say, if you, ex- if you praise someone or something, you express approval of their achievements and qualities. Duke even just did that. He's young. He's a good striker. I love the way he scores goals and all of that. Good? 
Of course, if you want more information, check the dictionary. I've got so many of that. <laughs> There's a, I love so many things he said there. A pay tribute to speak highly of... Uh, um, sorry. We're, yeah, eulogize. So I was just going to just jump around, but all of that is brilliant. Okay? It's all about speaking good. So praise... Praise can never be speaking bad about someone. You get it? You can't speak bad about someone and say you're praising them. When you speak bad about them, you are more on the side of criticizing the individual. Whether constructive or not, at least what you're doing is not praise. Does that make sense? Good. Okay. Let's read this text together. Go. The Lord has made heavens his throne from the, he rules over. Praise the Lord, you angels, you, you mighty, mighty ones, ones who carry, carry out his plans, plans listening, listening for each of his commands. Oops. Yes, yes praise, praise the Lord, Lord you, you armies of angels who serve, serve him, him and, and do his will. Praise the Lord, everything, everything he has created. created, everything in all his kingdom. Let's Let all that, that I am, I am praise, praise the, Lord. the Lord. I just wanted to highlight that big one. Let all that what? I am. I love this scripture. You know why I chose this scripture? It's because the psalmist here didn't just start talking about praise in the light of just us. He started by saying praise is something that just happens and every creation has to do it. He started by taking it beyond this earth into the atmosphere, into the realms of the heaven. He says, praise the Lord, you angels. You create all his creation, all that he has made over there, praise him. But I, find, I like the fact that he not finally brought it home and said, let all that I am do what? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I just want to say this. I'm going to highlight this later. But before I go there, I want to just remind us that as you and I are sitting here, praise is happening in heaven. Actually, this passage of the scripture tells us how often that is happening. It says each of these living beings had six wings and their, their, their wings were covered all, all, covered all over with eyes inside and out, day and day after day and night after night, they keep on saying what? Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, the one who is, who was, uh, who is and who is still to come. As you and I are sitting here right now and having whatever we are doing, what is happening in heaven, there is praise, and what are they saying? There is none like you. Holy means set apart completely. It's like saying, there is none like you. There is none compared to you. No one is as holy as you. Amen. Amen. Night and after night, day after day, praise is happening. Okay, I said all that just to introduce us to praise, isn't it? which is warm, speaking warm, warmly of someone. Now, 
I also want like to go back to what I said earlier. Here I said, the psalmist said here, let all that I am praise the Lord. Another translation, if we look at it here, says what? Bless and is the same verse, but in an amplified version. It says, bless and do what? Affectionately praise the Lord, O my soul. Affectionately. Affectionately. Praise the Lord, O my soul. What's, what's the difference between doing something with your soul and doing it without your soul? Anyone? Passion. Engage your mind, your heart, and everything. It's so true. Through music, you see it. Simon Cowell. I just sang you a song that Cheesy did. Imagine, this is what Simon Cowell would tell people. If you come and sing, Precious memories, how they linger. Uh, what would you call that person? Or watch this other one. Precious memories, how they linger. Oh, how they have flawed my soul. What would you say? He's got soul. Isn't it? It's not a spiritual thing alone. It is something that you mean from your heart. Your affection is involved. Your passion is involved. That's what you say. That person is worshiping or praising God with his soul. David says, praise the Lord, oh my soul. Not soulless, soulful. What's the difference? You've already said it, guys. Expression, this is dictionary, by the way of deep feeling, especially sadness or love. That can be fine in worship. You might be hurting and you come to God, but at least you are hurting. Let your tears come. Be soulful when you're with God. If you hurt, let him know that you're hurting. Don't pack your soul at the corner. Imagine standing before your wife and he said, I love you. Reading your newspaper, by the way. Baby, I love you. Is it, not, is it the same as when you look into her eyes and she sees before even you say it, I can see the love in your eyes. Before even you say, baby, she said, don't worry. Mwah. Amen. <laughs> Soulful, soulless, lacking human qualities. And the ability of, to, to feel or produce deep feelings. <coughs> Why am I saying this? When we come to God, how should we come to him when we're saying warm? Remember praise again. What is praise? To express warm approval. Should that be done soulful or soulless? So what that will mean is that when I say, my soul sings, I should mean it. My soul sings, my soul sings how I love you. And not my soul sings, my soul sings. 
My goodness, we serve a God that searches our heart, not looking at us. It doesn't care whether you're sitting down or lying down or put your hands in your pocket. It's not about being pious. It's about here. Do you mean every word you say when you worship him? Every word has to mean anything, something to you. Every word. He's not a dead God. He's alive. He understands human frailties and weaknesses. I love David so much. I love when you read through the psalmist. He's not... His praise is not riddled with all only good words. Sometimes he says, God, where are you? I can't find you. When will you answer my prayer? He still prays. Because halfway down there, you now start seeing him say, but I thank you. Because you will always come through for me. Even when my mother rejects me, you will be there for me. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, God. So... Moving on, let's look at the purpose of praise. I'm breaking this down in different ways so that you could help us understand the purpose of praise. Why does praise exist in the first place? So we know what it does, what it means, but how did it exist? Who created it? Did we just start with, did, is it human beings that started it? No. So the God that we Christians serve is the one that originated this. Let me show you scriptures for it. The purpose of praise. That means, let me just say this. When we don't understand the purpose of something or praise, we lose the sight of its what? So we're going to the, we're talking about the power of praise, but I want to show us if you only, you lose sight of power when you lose sight of, when you don't understand purpose. Does that make sense? It does make sense if maybe I say this. What is this purpose? What's the purpose of this? To, to yeah, amplify myself a microphone, isn't it? <laughs> but if you give this to a two-year-old who doesn't understand the purpose, what do you think he would do with it? Boom, 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 <laughs> Eat it, cook with it, anything he could do with it. Isn't it? Isn't it true? So when you don't understand purpose, you abuse the thing. And not bad. Now my focus is not the abuse, please. My focus is that you lose its power. So it doesn't achieve its power. Okay, that's my that's the focus here. So we so why does praise exist? This will help us now get to the power of praise. This is what the Bible tells us. Oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. <laughs> you have taught children and infants to do what? To tell of your strength. The Greek word version simply means to give you praise. Silencing your enemies and all who do what? Did you see the purpose of praise there? There are two. It's two. One is to tell of his greatness and his mighty power. God ordained praise. Another translation will tell you God ordained it. So he created praise so that we could talk about his greatness 
And when we do that, it's a dual purpose. When you're talking about the greatness of God, you are silencing his enemies. Amen. You are doing what? Silencing his enemies. Again, if I may use a football analogy here. Okay, let's look at rivals. Simon is a Liverpool fan. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Simon is a Liverpool fan. They're doing so well now. Manchester United fan people or Everton fans would never want to see Liverpool win the league, isn't it? Okay, now Liverpool wins the league. Of course, they will this season. Good luck. <laughs> they win the league, and then guess what they want to do? They want to do a bus parade to show off their cups. They actually, they've won more than one cup already this season, and they're going to do a bus parade, isn't it? What would that bus parade look like? It's praise, celebration. They're going to celebrate their victories, their great qualities and all that. Do you think there's any, any Everton fan that will want to come and watch the parade? Their rival will not want to watch it. You go in a hiding. When, you're, when a person you consider enemy is being celebrated. You know how, that's why, which king again did this? Which king in the Bible did this for Naaman? Not Naaman, sorry. Oh, gosh. Mordecai. Do you remember? The, yeah. The, the, what? King, king Zexus, yeah. Did it to the guy who hated Mordecai and trying to punish them. Haman, thank you guys. And when he said that we will celebrate Mordecai, to punish him, what did he do? That you will be the one leading the charge of his praise. That is the worst punishment you could give your enemy. To be in the midst of your prayers. You get get it? That is exactly what God ordained praise for. When we worship and give him praise and sing of his goodness and his mighty, the devil is like, oh, no, no, don't do that. You could do any other thing, but not that one. Amen. All right. I'll show you more. (laughs) Jesus did this. You saw this with Jesus in the book of Matthew. During the triumphant entry of of, uh, Jesus, when he was on the, uh, on the court, riding, the people put branches and all those things. I'm just going through the but verse from verse 9. Jesus saw, Jesus was in the center of what? The procession when they were bringing him to Jerusalem. In the center, that's a good thing we should re- remind us of praise. Who should be at the center of it? Jesus should be at the center of it all. Whether you're singing Waymaker, it doesn't matter what song you're singing. Sometimes people get hung up on the words, in all the words, did he say holy, did he say praise, did he say me, did he say you or them? I don't care. It's Jesus at the center of it. Do you understand what I mean? Please, moving on. And the people all, and the people all around him were shouting what? Praise God for the son of David. Blessings on the one who comes, who, who comes in the name of the Lord. Praise God in the, in the highest heavens. The, cities, the entire city of Jerusalem was in what? Oh. When we praise God with that kind of passion, what do you think will happen? 
No, the entire city was in what? An uproar. So why are we praising God so, so like nothing is happening? If we praise God with such passion, the people will feel it. Amen. The neighbors will hear it. Nowadays, we are trying to lock our church so that the neighbors don't know we're praising God. And yet, we're not actually going abo above the sound limit. There is a sound limit for the, 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 the government set. Do you get my point? But you go down the club, and they are bashing it away. They are within sound limit. And they are not afraid. But churches are locking up, closing their doors. We don't want the neighbors to hear us, that we're praising God. Amen. And of course, even if we are that, that way, even praising God freely, some of us actually don't even anymore at all. So my point here is that when he's passionate, when he's fervent with a, a zeal, it will cause an uproar. Amen. These are within the people, not even just the enemy. Here's what happens then. And then the crowd replied, and then the, the crowd replied, it's Jesus the, prof, the prophet from Nazareth. Of course, the Pharisees are already asking those questions. The leading priests and the teachers of religious law saw these wonderful miracles hmm? and heard even the children in the temple shouting, praise God for the son of David. But the leaders were what? When you praise God, I'm talking about the purpose of praise, when you praise God, his enemies don't like it. That's all I'm trying to highlight here, okay? I'm going to drop through some scriptures because I had more talking about that. But maybe just this particular one. He says, he replied, if they keep quiet, because they were telling them, keep quiet, keep them short. Let these children stop these things they're saying. If they keep quiet, the stones will do what? Let me tell you what that means. God has ordained praise, full stop. Praise will happen no matter what. So is it that human beings, the ones he has put in charge of the earth, does it, or the earth itself would do it without us? Amen. Oh, I woke up this morning, actually, which, and, the, and the, the scripture came to my heart. I was just trying to talk to God, and then the scripture came to my heart. Just, I just heard that scripture that says, Psalm 98, and I thought, hmm. I looked at Psalm 98, I've never highlighted it, which means I've never read it. But what does he say? Sing a new song to the Lord, for he has done wonderful deeds. His right hand has won a mighty victory. His holy arm has shown his, his saving power. The Lord has announced his victory. The Lord has announced his victory. Who did it? God himself, and has revealed his righteousness to every nation. He has remembered his promises to love and to, uh, to be faithful to Israel. The, the ends of the earth have seen the victory of our God. It didn't stop there. He now said, shout to the Lord all the earth. Even, even the people are not going to do it. Forget it. The Lord will do it. Praise has been ordained. Shout to the Lord, all the earth. Break out in praise. Sing for joy. Sing your praise to the Lord with, with the harps and with the, with the harps and uh, melodious, melodious songs, with trumpets and the sound of a ram's horn. None of this sounds quiet. Do you know how ram's horn sound? 
The none is quiet. Praising with harps, the ram's horn, make a joyful symphony before the Lord the King. Let the sea and everything in it shout with praise. Let the earth and all living in it join in. Let the rivers clap their hands in glee. Let the hills sing out their songs of joy before the Lord, for he is coming to judge the earth. And he will judge the world with justice and the nations with fairness. Amen. Praise has been ordained, whether you do it or not. But it's good for you to do it because his enemy is your enemy. Can I say that again? If you don't praise God, his enemy is also your enemy. And that enemy is after you as well. And I've already given you the purpose of praise. It glorifies God. And what? Silences your enemy, not just God's enemy this time. Amen. Amen. Moving on. Okay. Thank you, Father. So we understand the power of praise now. What I will do is now we're going to look at the power and effect of praise, which is the whole topic. You already kind of know it already. You've seen it in the message, isn't it? I'm just going to list it, and then maybe with time we could talk about it. But let's list it first of all. Number one, let's say it together. Go. Praise ministers to, I'll explain later, but I'll list it first of all. Praise does what, first of all, ministers to God. Announcing his mighty power. Number two, praise activates God's power. And I'll explain later in our situation. Number three, praise silences God's enemies. Keeping the devil at bay. Number four, praise strengthens our faith, giving us victory over what? Doubt. Even in my testimony, it, when I started, you already saw that. In my praise, the doubt I was having I was disappeared. Amen. Why? Because the focus was him, not what I can do or not do. So for sake of those who like to take photos, you could just take that. And I was just going to explaining that. Praise ministers to God. The book of Deuteronomy. Book of Deuteronomy. It says, at the time the Lord set apart who? The tribe of Levi. Who's the tribe of Levi? Who are there in our time now? You guys didn't say it with confidence. <laughs> I know you, I can see why you didn't say it with confidence. You know why? What was their job? And I'll tell you why you are. What's their job? To do what? To carry the Ark of the Covenant. What is the Ark of the Covenant? Where the presence of God dwelled. In our time now, where does the presence of God dwell? So who is the Levite now? I have made you a nation of kings and priests. 
you are the Levite. Now, okay? You are the one who carried the ark of the covenant, which is simply, you are the one that carried the presence of God. Where you go, God goes. Where you sit, God sits. Okay? You are the ark of the covenant. Now, actually, you are the ark of the covenant because the ark of the covenant is where the God dwells. So you will now be that. The word of God dwells in you. Remember, the ark of the covenant, they kept the word of God in there. Okay, I don't want to go into that. Okay, so, but to do what? What is their job? Let's read it together. Go. To stand before the Lord, to do minister, and to and pronounce blessings in his name. Number one, our job as those the, who carry the presence of God is to stand before him and minister to him. God, you are good and your mercy endures forever. God, you are good because you are awesome. There is none like you. It will be amazing to be with those creatures day and night saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. It will be awesome. Look forward to this, guys. Don't build your whole life here on earth when we're just passing through this tiny portion. This compared to that and not even that. It goes all the way <laughs> and round and back. And then here we are, trying to squeeze in and squeeze our heads up, trying to lose or win and all of those things here. Guys, build your life for eternity. Amen. Where you will worship with joy and gladness. God, you're good. Amen. Okay, King, move on. Um, <laughs> I don't want to. That's also just confirming the same scripture. In Chronicles, it says the same thing. The Levites and all of that, they are designed to do what? To minister before the Lord and pronounce his blessing. So praise number one does what? Praise number one does what? Ministers to the Lord. Number two, praise activates God's power. Around midnight, you you know the scripture very well, so I'm rushing a little bit because of time. Around midnight, Paul and Silas did what? These guys were not in good place. It wasn't because things were good. They were beaten up wrongly, accused wrongly, put in prison. But guess what they did? Instead of moaning and crying and just complaining, they prayed to God, brought their request to God, and they sang hymns. Praise God. To whose hearing? They were not murmuring. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, God, you are good and your mercies endure it forever. Why? Because I don't want to disturb anybody else. God, you are good. No. When you say, again, I'll keep going back to that affectionately and passionately. When you say that, let it come out. Speak out, sing out to God. Don't be afraid of anybody. Amen. Change the atmosphere around you with praise. And that's exactly what happened to them. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake and the prison was shaken to its foundation. And all the doors immediately flew open. And the chains of every prisoner fell off. And the chains of who? Every prisoner fell off. If you go further in that passage, 
of the scripture. They didn't just become free. Because even when that happened, Paul didn't go. The prisoner, the, the jailer was panicking. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Paul said, no, 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 don't worry. There's no, none of us are gone anywhere. But Paul got a good night's sleep and a nice meal. The guy took him to his home. They, all of them got saved. But they followed through with, they came and told him, oh, release Paul now. Paul said, I'm not going anywhere. Why? They, they whipped us wrongly. They have to come and, and tell us. Boldness came. The officials who put them in prison had to come and apologize to them. There was not many times Paul got an apology. <laughs> Amen. Okay, moving on. Praise does what? Silences God's enemies. You already, I've already kind of hinted that, and that's the same scripture again. So we'll probably move, move on. Praise shuts up the enemy and keeps him at bay. Guys, I'm encouraging you today, when you go home, or before, even from today, let me say, from today onward, whatever you're trusting God for, you've said your prayer. Stop going back over and over and over in that prayer. Start praising God in that area. Today in my worship, I was, there were so many people who were coming into my mind and I was just losing it because I could, I know they are healed already. Amen. I know they are healed, those people. I know those marital situations that, are, that just came to me a few, um, few days ago. When I was praising God, I said, God, thank you. You are the way maker. You are the miracle worker. You're the promise keeper. You're the light in the darkness. Thank you because you've restored these people. Thank you because you've healed that marriage in the name of Jesus. You understand what I'm saying to you? You know why? Because when you praise God, whether it's for you or for someone else, the enemy doesn't want to hear it. He lives and runs away. Number four, praise strengthens our faith. Praise does what? Strengthens our faith. Bible tells us in Philippians 4, it says, don't fret or worry. Instead, instead of worrying, pray. Let petition and praise. Let what? Petition means when you make petition, there's a difference between petition and intercession. It's prayer. Intercession means you're praying for someone else. Petition means you're bringing your own request. Okay? So let your, bring your own request and follow it through with praise. That's what that is saying. Amen? What they will do is that it will shape your worry into prayer, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, I love this part, a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. A sense of what? God's mighty power, his greatness, nothing is impossible with you. When we're singing it, nothing is impossible with you. You hold the world in your hand. Remember we sang it. I believe you're my healer. Because, guys, don't let these songs when you're in praise and worship session go pass you by. Unless you're fine in every area, then I can understand it. But even if you are, you have a friend. You have a brother, you have a sister, you have a neighbor. The world is going to hell. Many, 
So we've got to do what? Sing God's praises, channel it to those challenges we're thinking through that is going, coming to us. And what will happen is that your faith will arise, but God's hands is strengthened. Amen. Okay, maybe I didn't say something there. I'll just go back a little bit. When I said straight, faith strengthens God's hand or moves God's hand, activates God's hand. I said it with Paul and silence, didn't I? But let me tell you what it means. Imagine Dave standing there at the back, and I look at Dave and I say to Dave, um, oh, Dave, I really like that your top. It looks good on you. That your shirt, the way you wear your jeans, I like your footsteps. The way you walk around and you, the way you carry yourself is brilliant. And also, not only that you're just a brilliant um, uh, uh, pediatrist, where you touch people's leg and you correct it, it's brilliant. And then guess what? And now all of a sudden, I'm <coughs> is there any chance that Dave will go and get me water? Than if I had said to, he said no, but that's okay. <laughs> that if I, every time I look at him, I say, you, you, I don't know, there's something wrong with you, Dave. You, you always don't, I don't know how you, you always uh, just, gosh, you're a weird guy. <laughs> if I cough, even if I die here, you'll be looking at me. Yeah, <laughs> that serves you right. Just giving someone warm affection and praise. And love, which is what we do when we praise God, does what? Activates the person for you. You're not try, we're not giving God praise to bribe him. I'm just telling you that praise in itself has that power to do it. Do you understand what I'm saying? It has the power to win you a favor. Okay? So praise God with that. All right. Is that good? Thank God for this. Thank God for that. I just want to close today by just reminding us that we exist to praise God. Okay? We do what? Exist to praise God. The whole reason he made us. Bible tell us, told us that he ordained it. And if we don't do it, the earth will do it. There's no better place to do it when, when we gather in church, but it's beyond here, in your room, in the house. Amen. When you feel down, just play a worship song. Saturate your room with praise. You might say, oh, but King, I don't know how to sing. It is not about the singing. It's about what you say. Okay? It's about what you're saying from your heart. All right. Um, in conclusion, we exist to... Praise the Lord. You are worthy, O Lord, our God, to receive what? Glory and honor and power for you who did what? Created all things and they exist because you created what you pleased. He made us to be, bring him pleasure. It's not just praise that brings him pleasure. Our faith does as well so when I talk about praising God I'm not saying praise God outside faith praise him within your faith let apply your faith when you praise him okay is that good you exist for this reason guys he's ordained it he's blessed you with it 
Activate praise in your house. Activate praise in your marriage. Activate praise in your situations. Whatever that is. Activate what? Oh, thank you, Father. Oh, the psalmist said, and we'll close with this one. Let all that I am, which means with my soul, praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise this holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he's done for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. Can I just say something here? There are some times we Christians do not remember that we are forgiven. We always think, oh, but I haven't lied. I haven't stolen. I haven't taken anyone's money. I haven't done this. I haven't fornicated. So maybe there's no sin to, to nothing to celebrate about forgiveness of sin. The message I was going to preach was just to remind us originally what I was going to preach was just to remind us again that you are saved not because you're done good. Amen. But because he has forgiven you and you believe in it. Amen. For you forgive all my sins and heal my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. Can we just stand up? And just thank God for his goodness. It's in your lips. Why don't you just practice that now? If you remember the first thing I said, Dictionary explanation of praise. What is it? Expressing warm approval. Why don't you just do that right now? Express warm approval of God. You do that. And you don't have to whisper. Speak it out. Don't be afraid of anyone. Practice, guys. Come on. We've got to be a free people. Where the Spirit of God is, there is liberty. You don't have to say it in a way that sounds the same way I say it. Say it in your own words. In your own words. Speak it out. Thank you, Father, for being my king. Thank you for helping me to love you. Without you, I'll be completely lost, Father. I thank you so much for that. I wouldn't know you. I would have been lost still in the village, playing around with my old mates, doing all sorts of silly things making money here and there, taking things that doesn't belong to me. I would have been lost, God, if not for you. And I thank you so much for helping me. Thank you for restoring me. Thank you for giving me hope. Thank you for giving me hope. Thank you for your call over my life. Thank you for the grace that, I, that I'm constantly living on every day. I thank you, Father. I thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thanksgiving is praise. You can thank him. The Bible says, do not forget his benefits. If you're alive, you've got something to thank God for. You might be thinking, but I don't know him. You're alive. You think you're alive by your own strength. No. The air we breathe belongs to him. 
He could take it away just like that if he wants. But he gives us life so that we may praise him. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, we thank you. Thank you, God. When the music fades and all is stripped away and I simply call longing just to bring something that's of worth that will bless your heart.